hello everybody this is april stutzman we got another episode here for you of glory stories i'm so excited to be interviewing this special guest today to talk about the glory of god some of the first times they experienced the presence of god how they cultivated the presence of god and different stories that impacted their life whether it was transformation and the glory miracles that happen and i want you to be a part of what this guest has to say how they have experienced the heart of god in his presence so that you my friend can enjoy their story and see how you too can experience the glory and the presence of god in your everyday life so i'd like to welcome my special guest that i'm interviewing hey good morning joanne Jody, I got people from California logging in at 5.30 a.m. Man, <laughs> just bless her, Lord. May she get double rocked. <laughs> oh, I just missed uh, seeing you guys doing a glory story every week. Hey, Mom, how are you? Just logging in. We're getting situated here. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Let's see if Daryl froze. Did he froze? Thank you. Hold on. I'm just logging. I'm just logging in something. There we go. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, just share the broadcast. I'll introduce Daryl in just a minute. Whoa. Lord, I just release your presence over everybody logging in right now. Right now, just may your presence. We just bind all distractions, Lord. Mm. Whoa, we bind all distractions. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Lord. We just release your presence. May it just wash over everybody right now. Right now, I'll just give a few more pe pe minutes for people to log in. Here we go. Thank you, Lord. There it goes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. All right. Thank you, Lord. Come on. Jesus. A few more. Hey, Christy, how are you? Got some people getting up early on East Coast time. Lord, I hope I just declare they'll get rocked. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for me and Daryl to get started. We're going to be just flowing with Holy Spirit this morning. <laughs> the Come joy on. of the Lord here, and it's getting so strong. I just released joy, mm. joy over people right now. <laughs> Come on. He who sits in the heavens laughs, right, Daryl? <laughs> That's right. Thank you, Jesus. There we go. Now it's back to order where it's supposed to be. Thank you, God. Man, thank you, Lord. I just, the glory is just getting stronger and stronger. So just receive mm -hmm. as you're logging in. Just be refreshed. Just be, I know people are laughing already. Just give them a glory bomb. Hey, yeah, Matthew, how are you? <laughs> oh, man. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, Thank you, Lord. Oh, we just release your presence. <laughs> we just release your presence. Yes, Lord. Everybody. Thank you. Thank you, God. Yeah, if you're logging in, just share. Keep sharing. I'm gonna introduce Daryl in about another minute or so. I just want to release the presence. A lot of people are needing refreshed right now, so just take a drink of the Holy Spirit this morning. Mm. <laughs> mm. Whoa! Whatever time zone you're in. Day or night, good thing God bends time, right, Daryl? <laughs> yeah, he sure does. He sure does. Sure hey, does. Donna, how are you? Just share the broadcast. We'll get started in just a few seconds. Whoa. Just receive his presence. 
It's cold here, Daryl. How much? How how warm is it there? Well, right now, right now it's ten o'clock at night, and it's not super warm. But it, during the day, it's really nice. During uh, the day, it's kind of like mid mid twenty mid mid twenties still, which is nice. Who knows? Maybe I'll get there one day, Lord. <laughs> Whatever Papa sure. wants, right? Exactly. I'm sure. I'm sure you'll see Australian seas one day, or, or the land, the land down under, should I say? That's right. That's right. All right. I'm gonna go ahead and get started. Um, oh, and just introduce Daryl. I'm so honored and thankful, Daryl, that you're coming on today. And um, if you don't know or not familiar with Daryl, he is the pastor. Him and his wife, Belinda, pastor Field of Dreams Church in Australia. He's a very strong seer prophet. Has many roles in the spirit, as I can tell and see. <laughs> so we're just thankful that you're going to come on and so honored for you to share your glory story this morning. Come on. It's a pleasure to be with you. Thank you so much for having me, April. Uh, very, very cool. There's a lot of glory here. There's a really strong presence. And I, love just connect, I love connecting with people and just mm. feeling the presence of the Lord. Come on. So good. Myself and my wife, as you say, we, we work as associate pastors alongside Todd and Rachel Weatherly, who are the senior leaders of Field of Dreams Church. I think you had Adam Thompson. He's yeah. an intricate part of that place. And, and so these are all of our friends, and we just love hanging out yeah. in the presence and just mm -hmm. doing life in, in the glory. You know? So it's so good. So good to be with you. Oh. All, all the Aussies, man. Oh, that's right, man. I just, I just love that best friends can get together and hang out in the glory. It doesn't get much better than that, right? Exactly right. <laughs> exactly so um daryl just just share um for there i got people from all walks of life people that are yeah. saved not saved been saved for years seer prophets evangelists whatever that mm -hmm. god's called them to do so uh, i usually just ask you um to share how you started in the glory before you even had a grid for it what was your thing that impacted you and you're like wow i can access glory yeah in his presence well i think I, I it started actually before i um before i uh got properly saved and i just remember being i think i was 19 and just being in my dorm room at college and i remember i was just having a really bad week you know and i just i was really struggling and and a lot of christians would be reaching out to me saying oh you really you really should go to church you know and i, I was just like no i'm not really feeling that and i just started to get overwhelmed and i just remember being in my dorm room uh, or my share house room in uni when I was 19 and just lying on the bed and just remember that one night just going, okay, God, if you're real, I want you to show me an angel. And I just remember lying on the bed and and I just went went to sleep. And then I just, uh, probably about two or three o'clock in the morning, I just remember being s triggered upright and seeing a haze at the bottom of my bed oh. and a six foot flapping wing at the end of my bed. And so this is before I knew about anything. And I just freaked out. I just remember being full of panic, but then being full of panic, but then also there being an undergirding of peace in this, in this experience when I was 19. And, and, and following that, um, I just remember going back to sleep and then waking up the next morning and just remembering so vividly what had happened. And I just said, you know, I kind of said to myself, you know, what was that? And an audible voice came in to my dorm room and said last night you asked me if i was real to show you an angel so i sent one to visit you Come on. and so there was something about me there was something so so early on even before i was going to church or even before i had i had started to walk as a christian or a believer 
Um, I had a number of experiences. Another one, I had an angelic chorus come into my living room where I was watching a television show and literally I had to get on my knees and I heard a chorus of angels in my living room and that was in the, same, in the same place. And that was as the Lord was wooing me in that I was starting to see things of the supernatural. Just so, it, it was just so, I got saved in such a supernatural way, you know, that, that, that I, couldn't, I couldn't deny that not, not just that God was real, but that there was a dimension that I had the ability to be able to get engaged into. And so I've been engaging in that place ever since, which is really, really exciting. You know? So when I mean, there's so much, so much more, but that was the beginning, you know, and then, and then I started to walk with the Lord and, and he took me through training and all these different things where I learned to hear his voice really clearly. And then, and then started to move into even more of what he called me to. So but I can share some of that as well sometimes. So. That's so yeah, that's so powerful. Um, oh, it's it's so funny how God just moves in ways that are not expected to just impact our life. Mm -hmm. You know, exactly. it's, it's like the beautiful romance of the Savior. You exactly, know? <laughs> He stretches all our grids and all our lids. <laughs> but I just love that about Him. So you had that encounter, you got saved. Obviously, you have a very strong mm. seer anointing, and we'll mm. dive into that. Mm. But um, mm. how did you cultivate um, intimacy with the Father? A lot of people just yeah. want to know. They're, they're beginning yeah. to hear the Lord. They're trying mm. to navigate how to hear the Lord. But you can understand this. A lot of times they're trying to hear the Lord audibly. So yeah. go yeah. anywhere you want to with that direction. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. go for it. What happened to me was I, I started to get really, really hungry. Mm. Look, I was always hungry for the things of God. You know, pastors used to say to me when I was younger, you know, they go, don't worry. This hunger that you're gonna, you're feeling right now, this will, this will, this will go away, and you won't be as, you won't be as passionate. But you know, just keep the faith. And I was like, why? And I'm more hungry now than Come I've on. ever been. Come yeah, on, I've been more and more hungry every. It's been 17 years now since I started to engage in it, wow. and I'm just more and more hungry than I've ever been. You know, and I just, uh, I think what's really interesting is that for me, the more hungry I got, and the the more desperate I got. To hear the voice of the Lord clearly, um, the more God took me on journeys where He would start to allow me to have my ears awakened to be sensitized to His leading, and I think that that was part of it. And it started for me just where I would just get, I would just, I would take time out and just first of all just wait on Him. I mean, I would wait every night before I went to bed. I would just, I would sit at the end of my bed and I wouldn't move until He spoke a rhema word to me. I wouldn't Come move on. every night. And I did that for, you know, probably between three and six months every night, just stayed there. And I wouldn't go to bed. And he talked to me every night. Come and on. then what started to happen is that started to translate to me going out of the house. And then it started to translate to him showing me things. And, and then what started to happen was that I realized that the more I pressed in and the more room I gave him in my inner world where I wasn't occupied with other things you know i was even though i was going to university at the time i was open continually to hear him speaking to me and that was the thing that's it was nearly like like in 1 samuel chapter 3 verse 10 it says speak lord for your servant hears the word hear there being the hebrew word shema and the oh, word and so and that's a place of postured prayer and it's the same word that solomon used when he said would you give me a shema heart a hearing heart they say it's wisdom but it's actually a shema heart yeah. And that's what yeah. happened was that I started to develop this this place of listening prayer where I was where I developed well God taught me to develop a Shema heart before Him, and the oh. word Shema being to both hear and to obey. And so oh. there was this thing where I started to just go, God, speak, Lord, for, your, for I'm listening. 
and whatever you say i'm going to do and then what he would start to do is start to start to allow kind of little little tests and all these different things where he would school me in in hearing his voice clearly and 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 they started to get really really extreme over the over that time where i started to hear so so clearly and then because i had so much clarity then that started to develop into a prophetic gift where i was able to prophesy and get words of knowledge and then move into the things of the prophetic like that but some of the things that he did with me i remember i'll just tell you one of them one of the one of the examples of that is when i was really trying where he was really cultivating this time of intimacy where i was just seeking after him people said oh well you know i pray and i was seeking god for an hour a day i sought god every waking hour every hour i was awake even if i was at university i was just so open so i just wanted god involved in everything i was doing so i was always had what i was always you know attentive to what was happening in the natural but always with what with you know my ear to the, the ear open ear to the father's heart what god they're saying this you know i'm on a bus what you know but what are you doing you know just really including the holy spirit in that and and i really believe that that was one of the things that allowed me to get more sensitive and i'll tell you one story that one i was doing a i did a a, a degree i didn't finish it actually but i was doing a master's in international relations and, and international politics and i had to do a, a an essay i had to do a, a an assignment and the the lord i went into the um library to go to the computer to find the book and the lord said you don't need the computer i'll find the book for you and i said what do you mean and i'm in and i'm in a university library in new south wales we're talking i mean thousands and thousands and thousands of books and the lord spoke, spoke to me and said i want you to go up here go there go left here go right here and obviously i had a reading criteria for this particular assignment there was one book that i needed and he made me get on my hands and knees he said i want you to get on your hands and knees at the end of this thing and i went down and then as I was going on my hands and knees, crawling along the floor, he said, now I want you to turn your head right. And I turned my head right, put your finger out. I put my finger out. And then he said, I ran them along the books. And then he said, stop. And it was the book that I needed for my essay out of thousands of books. Come and on. so that was, and that was the start of how he really started to school me to hear his voice really clearly. So that Newton and knowing that he knows everything, but also he can really, really, uh, uh, speak so so directly into anything that we want him to speak into so it's really so it's exciting knowing that he'd always speak if i was asking something. yeah that's so powerful because it goes back to the original design being yes. one with the lord so what you access mm -hmm. is what everybody on here you have the power to access the lord like that it's it's mm -hmm. about being a daughter and a son Mm -hmm. you know exactly. I, I just love that surrendering process but i really mm -hmm. felt the breaker anointing for you to just pray over people's hearts like that shamar mm -hmm. heart i just felt it really strong if you're willing to do mm -hmm. that uh, yeah absolutely i i'll do that um, i'll totally do that but but the thing is the shema with the shema heart actually comes with a condition on it come on and so it's funny you just said that and, and would you mind i just want to read a scripture yeah, yeah. What the Lord said to me before i came on actually he said i want you to read this and I, this is this is actually quite strong, but I really I really felt the Lord would say that He wanted to take it in this direction for a, a part of the time tonight. And Come so on. I just wanted yeah. to just say this: there's there's in Mark chapter ten. I'm only going to read four four. Um, You're free, man. Do whatever you want. <laughs> four scriptures, but it says this in Mark chapter ten, verse seventeen, talking about G at the beginning. It says Jesus counsels the rich young ruler. That's what it says at the top of my Bible, and it says this. It, the, the, the heading and it says now he was going out on the road one came running knelt before him and asked him good teacher what shall i do that my i might inherit eternal life and jesus answered him and said why do you call me good there's no one good 
but one that is God. And then he says, you know the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not bear false witness, do not uh, defraud, honor your mother and father. And he said and said to him, teacher, all these things I've kept from my youth. Mm -hmm. Then Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, one thing you lack, go your way, sell everything you have, sell everything you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come take up your cross and follow me. But he was sad at this word and went away sorrowful because mm -hmm. he had great possessions. He was sad. And in other versions, New American Standard says that the rich young ruler, he was, he was grieved at what Jesus has said mm -hmm. because he had so much. And what's really, really interesting in this, and you're talking about the Shemaha, is what's really interesting is Jesus wasn't looking for his possessions to go to the poor. He was looking for his heart. Come on. It was because of what had caught his heart. And if those things hadn't caught his heart, he would have, the Bibles would have said he went away with joy, sold everything he had. And then, but it doesn't say that. It says that he was grieved. It actually says that he was sorrowful, sorrowful Come on. because of what Jesus had asked him to do. And I think one of the things that we need to understand is that there are parts of our heart that Jesus is continually wanting us to give him. Come and on. so when we talk about the Shema heart, it's really easy to, and I'm not saying you're saying this, but it's really easy. A lot of the time people want so much. They're like, well, I just want to be able to see. I want to be able to hear. And then God says, well, you, I want I want you to be able to see, but you watch 20 hours of Netflix every two days. Like, there are, <laughs> no, but there are Come so on, many. that's real. <laughs> there are so many criteria. Like, I'm very, yeah. um, I'm pre pretty straight, straightforward. Yeah, I love it. Uh, it's straight, straight up and down. But so the reality is that a lot of the time we want things, but we won't do the work Come to on. get them or we won't pay, pay the price. Yeah, and so on. one of the things is you want this thing of the Shema heart, uh, and, and what we want to do is we want to go, okay, I really want this, but really how badly do we want it? I mean, people say, I really want to hear the voice of God, but I can't hear him. But yeah. really, I believe that if people really, really, really want to hear the voice of God, they can, but Come they on. actually, it costs them something. to. If I went into any of these listeners and I said, hey, you know what, um, you, need to, you need to get an accurate word from God for me this week and i'll give you 10 million dollars cash if you do it mm. i'm telling you right now they would not be sleeping they'd be and it's all to do with motivation and it's all to do with what you'll give up and Come so what on. we're talking about now is we're talking about activating the activation of a, a, the posturing of a shamaha but i didn't tell you that in the midst of all that time where god was leading me i was fasting three days a week come on like i was only eating very minuscule meals. I was reading the Bible probably probably up to, off and on, maybe up to as much as six or seven hours a day. Come so on. this was not in any way like something that just happened. This is something that I postured myself to receive. I didn't watch any movies for a year. Like Come I was on. just very, very, like there were so many things, or maybe I just watched like G movies or just D cartoons or something. I can't remember exactly. It was quite a long time ago, but there were so many things that I had to line up in mm. that time in order to be able to, to be, to, so that the Lord could actually create that within me. And I feel like just like this rich, rich young ruler, there was something, you know, that God God says, you know, you, you, know, you, can, ha you can have, you can always have me, but, but it's going to cost you something to go into a deeper level with me, to go into a deeper place of intimacy with me, to even apprehend your calling. And I felt like that's what we were doing. Uh, part of what we were going to do tonight, April, was that we were actually going to activate people into for some people, actually align them up to the original design or the scroll or the book that was predestined or written about them. I feel like that is the key of what we're doing tonight. 
I wrote I that like down, actually, Daryl. I wrote down original design. <laughs> so I feel like that's what we're doing tonight. Yeah, we haven't talked, fun. I mean, just for a couple of minutes. But this is what I feel. I feel like this is the, the beginning is the key. This Even this rich young ruler thing, this is the key. And it's God saying, hey, say, I want to line you up. But it's actually, you need to be able to obey me. And the Shamaha is to hear and to obey. And okay. so I feel like the beginning is that, that God, for many people even listening, God's prompted you to do something. God's prompted you to turn the TV off. Or God's, that's an easy one, you know. But it could be something a little bit more challenging than that. But that is a lot of the time the key to seeing us more fully aligned to who we are and what we're called to do. And this is the thing: the Shema, as I said before, is to hear. But the word to hear, the word Shema, is the same word in the Hebrew as to obey. They're inseparable. So you can't do one without the other. So God can say something to you, but will you do it? And Come so it's on. actually going, God, I speak, Lord, for your servant hears, I'm listening, I'm Shema. That's the word hear and listening is the word Shema. So he says he's actually saying, God, I am Shema before you. I am. I am cultivating that place. I, and I will do anything you ask me to do. And a lot of the time that's a, that's a bit nerve-wracking, you know. But I feel like if we can overcome that, we <laughs> can on. actually get into a I mean, God's, I've done things. God spoke to me one time and he goes, do 10 backward rolls on a footpath. I said, Come on. why would I do that? Yeah. And then he said, just do it. And then yeah. I just remember doing these 10 backward rolls. Who does that? And Come I just on. remember getting up and all these people Idiot. on the bus were looking at me. And this is a long time ago. They were looking at me like this guy needs to be. And I thought, I'm going to go to a, they're going to take me to a psych ward today. I was waiting for like the police to come, you know, and just put me in the back of the car and just have a chat with me. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but the Lord spoke to me and I got up and said, why would you do that? Like, why did I do that? And he said this to me. He said, you don't know mm. what people prayed sitting on that bus. Wow. So I figured, you know, one person could have said, hey, if you're real, get, get the guy outside to do 10 backward rolls, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know I've seen a breaker that. on it. You released a breaker on that bus. Wow, that's cool. Exactly right. Whatever that's it was. Cool. Yeah, amen. Whatever it is. But I'm just saying like it just, and I'm not saying that that radical, that radical obedience, is, God's not going to do that with everybody in that same Correct. way. Everyone's got their own journey. But yeah. what's interesting is what is God asking you to do as mm -hmm. your, your listeners or, or, or the listeners tonight? What has God been prompting you to do? Have you been sensitive to that? And what does that look like? And this is all about the seats. We're moving into moving into the seer because we're going into the prophet. I've been a seer prophet for a long time, but this is what it looked like. And it's and it always costs you. Like it's not. You don't just get it. People are like, give me an impartation so that I can I can be a seer prophet. And it doesn't work like that. Come it, on. You've got it, it costs you in, in your internal world. It costs you Come in the, your external world. You know, so so anyway, so so that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, so we will I, pray. I will pray for the people, though. So should we pray? Do you want me to pray now or do you want me to pray in the prayer uh, at the end as well? In just a second, the Lord's reminding me. I love. I just want to reiterate what Daryl is saying about obedience. Like some of them, like um, I got impartation from people and uh, from Adam and Adrian. The Lord's just reminding me to share this, Daryl, to challenge the listeners. Like as soon as I got back, I seen me teaching a webinar. So I had a choice in the see around to be obedient to what God was calling me to do. It was out of my comfort zone. I hadn't taught any webinars. And the Lord told me to teach it on the seer prophet and the office of a prophet and the prophetic words and office or just prophesying. I was like, okay, Lord, like I'll do whatever you want me to do. And he stretched me. And um, some people on here right now took, took the webinar. And every webinar after that came from the idea of the Lord of seeing it. 
but I had to listen. I had to cultivate the time and the word. I had to birth the teaching. I had to spend, you know, eight to 10 hours revelating on the information. So mm -hmm. as he activates your heart tonight, Daryl, there was even one time. I'm just stretching you guys for radical obedience on this webinar. I just really am stretching you. But Daryl, one time I was driving out of the, uh, like a hot dog place we have here. I don't eat hot dogs very often, but I was craving them. So I go there and I'm getting ready to drive off. I get my food to go. And the Lord said, there's a lady there in the wheelchair. I want you to get out and go pray for her. Mm. I'm like, oh man, Lord, I'm so hungry. This place is packed. You're serious, right? Lord, <laughs> like you really want me? I was like, okay, dad, I'll do it. So I get out of my car and I'm thinking, how am I going to do this? Her husband's with her. I want to honor her. There's people everywhere. You know, God was just really stretching me. So I go back. And I just, uh, I helped carry her food. I sit down with the husband and wife just to serve them. You know, I'm thinking, oh, Lord, how am I going to bring this up? And then all of a sudden, the Lord gave me a word of knowledge of, of why she was in the wheelchair. And we just started talking. And I prayed. And she got up and walked. She took maybe three yeah. steps, three or four oh, steps. Yeah. And then she went back to the wheelchair. I'm like, God, you know, why did you have me pull over, pray for her? try to get her out of the wheelchair. And then she ended up back in the wheelchair. And I just knew the Lord was saying, I wanted to see if you would do it. Yeah. come on. Whoa. So as you, as he, as he activates you in that Shamar, just be ready for some radical obedience mm -hmm. because God mm -hmm. will always stretch you at a risk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like your level of risk taking um, will really, <laughs> it'll really just bring you into another level of intimacy with the father. I mean, that's mm. truly what it's all about. So, yeah, Daryl, mm. pray whatever you want to pray. Mm. But I'm just mm. saying, as he activates you, get ready mm. for some radical, obedient words. <laughs> yeah, ab absolutely. And I think even just even just before I pray, just even when you're going to do something, don't be surprised if the Lord asks you to, he, he in starts to invade your day in that. Come on. And just like you did with the prayer. But sometimes it's not even a prayer. Sometimes you're in the car and he Come goes, on. just take it. I want you to take this. We need to take this this corner here, and you're like, but I'm going another way. And then it's even those little promptings. Come on, that stuff, and that's him testing, and that yeah. is the testing, and that is the testing of the Shema. Come on, that's what it is I'm to so hear and obey, because then, because then he is able. Then this is the place that I cultivate the words of knowledge. Come on, and then where, and then I was, he was speaking, and then I would call them out, but he knew that I would call them out rather than him just giving me stuff and I just holding it and not doing anything. Come on. Come but, 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 so let's pray that right now. So, okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, wow, there's a, such a realm. Whoa. Wow, Father, in the name of, wow. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, God, for those angels that work in activation. So, Father, we thank you that you would activate ears to hear so clearly today. But, Father, I thank you that it wouldn't just be to hear, but it would be to hear and obey, God. I thank you, God, that you would do something in people's hearts tonight where there would be a readiness and not just a readiness but an expectation for prompting, an expectation that you're going to ask them to do particular things yeah. in order that their heart would be made ready to be able to hear your voice even more clearly. And even there's a place of closeness in that. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, God. Yes, there would be an impartation for people to, be, to, to receive a, a Shema heart before you, that there would be something, even by the stories, God, where they would desire that and you would grant that desire by helping them cultivate that Shema heart, God. But in conjunction with that, I just pray right now 
that where there's levels of comfort that people have had, would you start to unpeg people as a result of this broadcast? Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, God, that it says enlarge the place of your tent. But, Father, I thank you, God, that people wouldn't be too comfortable with their current tent. They would let you unpeg them and enlarge them and so father we prophesy right now an unpacking and an enlarging for anyone watching this broadcast that would want to receive it in the name of jesus we just declare right now that you will go to another level Come when on. you choose to receive the unpacking and the enlarging process and so father we thank you right now that the word of the the word of the lord right now that the Lord is saying, it's mm. like Mary, be unto me according to your word. This oh, is the word of the Lord. The Lord is asking people, do you want to be unpegged to be enlarged? On. And that is, and the answer is, be unto me according to your word. And so, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, for any person listening to this that would want an enlargement, would, would want a new level of activation to be able to hear your voice clearly, but also have a heart postured and ready to obey what you're speaking, God. Well, I thank you that you would grant it to everyone that would want to receive that tonight in the name of Jesus. And I declare right now an unpegging for any person that needs it in order that they would be enlarged in this next season in the name of Jesus. Come on. That's one of my favorite scriptures to be like Mary, be it unto mm. me. So just surrender your heart posture mm. as you receive that prayer. Just say it out loud and agree with the Lord and just say, be it unto me, Lord. Whoa. Be it unto me. Be it unto me, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And even as you were saying that, Daryl, I seen um, like um, the Lord actually ungirding false belts and restrictions mm. around people. Mm. So if you're on here, mm. just do a prophetic act. Yeah, and take off the false belt. Whoa. All the unholy girding that the enemies try to restrict in your gifts. So just un like take a belt and just unhook yourself. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Lord, and we just call them up in the spirit. We just call them up. We just activate them. Lord, right now we just say, whoa, whoa. I just see the Lord like unscaling people's eyes right now. Whoa. Whoa. Mm. Lord, I just... Uh, break uh, fear and intimidation coming against your people right now. Uh, just come out of agreement with that. Mm. Just come out of agreement with that. Just let the Lord minister to your heart everywhere that's mm. came against you. Just to see, I see the Lord actually healing some inner healing with rejection right now mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and your gifts and calling. I see um, hurt where people have taken risk mm. and um, maybe they got, you know, the enemy tries all kind of stupid stuff, but he's defeated. So just whatever mm -hmm. the enemy try to do, just just say, Lord, I just receive your inner healing. Lord, just let the bomb of Gilead wash over their hearts right now. Whoa. Wash mm -hmm. over their hearts right now. All abandonment go. Whoa. All anxiety go. Just mm -hmm. let the peace of God, the mm -hmm. peace of God, this revelatory realm works best in the peace realm. <laughs> The fruit of the spirit. So just allow yourself to be touched by Papa. Mm -hmm. Whoa. And if you get anything, Daryl, just release it. I just really sense the Lord. Um, whoa. Yeah. Come on, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Whoa. I just, I just feel the glory really building right now. So just receive, just receive, just receive from him. Whoa. Thank you, Lord. More Holy Spirit. We're just honoring the glory for a second, his presence. More Holy Spirit. Just why I really feel the glory really heavy for inner healing. 
oh, every pain, every heartache, every heartbreak. Lord, just go in the deep bombs of their heart right now. Because the Lord, um, I just have to really acknowledge um, Jennifer Avez. We've done our mentorship and it was so powerful. Um, a prophetic act of just resurrecting your heart, just putting your hand on your heart. And the Lord did that to me as she activated it. And I'm telling you what, when your heart becomes whole, he enlarges you for the assignment. Whoa. Mm -hmm. So just receive the enlarging of your heart right now. I'm just kind of rocking as an intercessor for you guys. Um, the enlargement of your heart. Because our heart, we can't obey the Lord without our hearts being enlarged to carry it. We just mm -hmm. can't. So there's an enlargement that comes so that you will pick up the assignment. So, Lord, we just declare that over the people here. Whoa. I just activate and impart that, Lord, everywhere. You've enlarged mm -hmm. my heart for the assignment. I think you're mm -hmm. enlarging hearts right now under the sound of our voice. Whoa. More Holy Spirit. All weariness go. All heaviness go. Oh, thank you, Lord. Um, all, I just see major um, distraction coming at people. So, Lord, we just say, um, we break that distraction. We just say they, they're uh, faithful in their secret place. You give them grace. You give them strength to stay in the secret place. I just see, like, the enemy's been trying to bring, like, chaos maybe to your quiet time because of what's going on in the world. But just press in. Press mm -hmm. in to another level. Yeah. Yeah, go for it, Daryl. Anything you feel led to release, go for it. Yeah, territory and the heart. Yeah, come on. That's good. That's good. I think. I think. Heart. I think breaking the yoke of false responsibility is a major deal. And I think that. And I think also doing the, uh, even the even the understanding of what being a Christian is or being a good Christian. What is being a good Christian? There's no such thing, you know. And, and but there's this thing that, like you were saying about sons and daughters. And I saw that there was something about false responsibility, mm. and I felt like there was false responsibility surrounding actually people taking care of people. Now I don't know if they were they were taking care of their parents or taking care yeah. of family members, or, but there was something about false responsibility. And I felt the Lord say, and this is a very again a quite a strong word, but I actually felt in in the Lord, I actually felt the Lord say it's time to let go. And I don't mean that there, it needs to. The, the, there's about about severing relationships. God doesn't. God's not a, unless it's really unhealthy, you know. But there is something about where it occupies in your heart Come on. that God wants to take hold of that place. Come on. And being in a place where we feel obligated to do things that God's not asking us to do. Come and on. Sometimes we become dead wood when we occupy those places when God has actually got someone else to come and take that. Come and take some of that burden, and and you know, and I feel like I even feel like people that have been caring even for elderly, maybe maybe even elderly parents, and God's saying actually, you know, you're visiting like every day, you know, and God's saying no, I've, I've actually got someone else. I want to release you from oh. some of that from some of that burden, and maybe it's mm -hmm. different now, but there's, I really felt like there was an overburdening of people in, in those particular things. And he wanted to he wanted to eradicate false responsibility. And I felt that the enemy was bringing condemnation and guilt. Mm. And so as soon as you were trying to get free, then the, there would be a phone call or you'd feel guilty. I can't believe you didn't visit them or call them today. But God's saying no. And, and this is, I'm not saying, you know, you don't contact them anymore, but there is something, there is something where God wants to prompt people and bring them on to his timeline, his timeline for their world right now. And literally that they would know what he's asking them to do. You know, give us the day our daily bread, you know. Man does not live on bread alone, but in every word that proceeds. And that word being a lamp to the feet and the light unto the path. 
And that is what God wants to say, is that sometimes the season changes, but our heart hasn't shifted with the seasonal change. Come on. And he says, actually, that season shifted now. And now I want you to take on, not to not to throw the baby out with the butt. You know, you don't get rid of everything. But there are different ways. Sometimes God changes the mode of operating, the operating system, the way it works, you know. And I feel like that, especially, I actually saw someone in the spirit. I just had a vision of someone with their mother. And I just felt like there was a real burdening with their mother. And I just felt like the Lord say, I'm lifting false yokes and false responsibilities. So, Father, we bless that right now. We pray a release. We thank you, God, that it says that there's no condemnation for those in Christ. And so, Father, we thank you that every bit of guilt would be eradicated. And we thank you, God, that we would only do what we see the Father doing. And we would only be lined up, God, to what you're speaking in in each season in order that we would become recipients of the grace that you've released for us personally in the season that you've got us in. In Jesus' name, thank you. Yeah, come on. I love that. And just as you were saying that, Daryl, I actually see the Lord removing ungodly roots. Mm -hmm. Lord, we just declare and decree that over everybody under the sound of our voice that you're just removing the ungodly root systems Mm -hmm. out of their life in the name Mm -hmm. of Jesus. Just wash over them with your presence right now. Where we just take the acts of Jesus Christ and do a prophetic act, whether you've been struggling with rejection or pain or heartache, whatever it is, just just let the Lord axe it away and replace it with godly roots, fruits mm. of the spirit, love, joy, peace, mm. patience, mm. kindness, gentleness, self-control. Mm. We just declare that over you to have a godly root system, because I actually see as the Lord's doing this, that you guys are going to be able to go deeper. Mm like what we're talking about, deeper into his presence, deeper into his word. Whoa. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Lord. That's interesting. Wow, 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 wow. Wow. Go ahead, Daryl. Yeah, I just, I felt, I felt also, um, it's very common for prophetic people to suffer with depression. It's very common. Come on. Um, especially, and that's just a standard. I mean, uh, I mean, this is, when I say standard, it shouldn't be. It is what it is, but there is a level of there is a level of uh, emotional. Sometimes prophetic people experience life as an emotional roller coaster, and sometimes that can make them feel a little bit down. And I really felt the Lord say, you know, I went to I did a prophetic conference um, just re- uh, recently. I did a prophetic conference maybe a year ago, and I'd said it a couple of times before in different. But I said, look, you know, where are the prophets? And everyone puts their hand up and go, woo woo. And I said, no, no, the prophets are all at home crying. Because yeah, come on. <laughs> because, because that's what it looks like sometimes. A lot of the time, I just I remember reading um, Sanford's book, Paul Sanford's book, Understanding Prophetic People, and I remember just being in tears reading that book as come I started on. to connect with what it was to be feeling like I was actually understood by somebody. And I just want I just felt like the Lord said there are people watching this right now, and this isn't generic. This isn't like. Yes, you you know, but I really felt the Lord's uh, Lord say that you're going to come into a time where you actually feel understood, where you actually feel like, and 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 uh, that's such a yearning for everybody. It doesn't you don't need to be prophetic, uh-huh. but I really felt the Lord say that it is a season that the prophets are coming out of the pit, and I come felt on. like there have been seasons where they've been in because I was even thinking about Joseph today, but that you know they say the pit is the prophet in training, but I, but you've got to understand that he was only released. Joseph was only released at the right time. There wasn't a, he was only released at the right time. And I thought, we've got to remember that he was positioned under the palace. He was perfectly positioned, but he was mm-hmm. just in the dungeon. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, I felt like the Lord, 
I felt he just had to go up some steps, you know. But yeah. I just felt the Lord say that, that there is the, it says, humble yourself, therefore, under the Lord's mighty hand, that he might lift you up in due time. The word due there being the word kairos. Come on. I, really felt the, I really felt the Lord say tonight that, that to, for people to just stay in that place of humble yourself and, be, you know, just stay in that place of humility, clothe yourself in that place of humility and there is something that god wants to do and god is i feel like he's reassuring people that you will be exalted in due time that Come there's on. not and so it's not about and you know so it's not about people recognizing nothing to do with people recognizing you it's Come to do with what time is your appointment on uh, for, for you know from god what time is it and you if your appointment's at nine o'clock you can't go to the appointment at seven o'clock you've got to go to the appointment at oh. nine o'clock and i felt the lord just want to reassure people that his word is faithful and true. You know, what he does is is he is faithful and true, that he will always complete the good work that he started, but also that all the promises, the prophetic promises, are yes and amen in him. And so if he has spoken something out, I feel, I feel like I'm being specific, I'm being genetic, like more broad, but if you want me to be specific, I feel like there are people that are being called into prophetic ministry that are on this broadcast, but you haven't seen it manifest, you haven't felt a release. You haven't even felt a release to do Facebook stuff or not that that is the, the, the ultimate thing of prophetic anyway. It's not that, you know, this is just a medium that the prophets and prophetic people use, obviously. But the reality is I really felt the Lord say that yes. your appointment time is coming. Your appointment yes. time is coming and just believe that and trust in that and trust in him because, you know, that he does things. When he does things, he does them thoroughly and permanently. And Come so on. when we see a seasonal shift, it doesn't, when on my shift, when my season shifted from going from, having no money, you know, being just in a place of feeling like I was dying every day all the time, you know. And and then it's the season shifted and there were parts of my world that never went back to the original time ever, ever again. You know, and I just felt like the Lord said that some of the burden, some of the depression, some of the anxiety, the lack of vision that people are experiencing, that it's that it's not going to last forever and it will shift. And when it shifts there'll be a flooding of vision sometimes we're looking for vision but we're in a dungeon and god says you're not ready for that fresh vision and we prophesy all the time you're going to get fresh vision and god says i'm not releasing them to see because a lot of the time when he releases them to see too early they run ahead come on so I was without vision for seven That's years <laughs> I no vision for seven years none and people used to pray for me give them fresh vision i felt so mad one time someone prayed for me uh, this, I just wanted to punch him in the face. I was just like, I don't even talk to him anymore. <laughs> I'm I've tired of hearing that word. Saying, I wanted to see it manifest now. <laughs> I was just I like, that. I just couldn't do it. Like, I'm not being, I was just so, That's just so real. frustrated. And yeah. then got, and then, but then when the vision came, it mm. came at the right time, not when I was expecting it. I just woke up in the morning. The Lord spoke to me and he said, and he said, I woke up and he said, I want you to speak into the dry bones of your ministry. I said, What? He goes, I wanted to prophesy into the dry bones. Now, I wasn't even thinking about it. I was literally going to get and get breakfast. And he said, no, prophesy into the dry bones of your ministry. And oh. that day, I prophesied for five minutes. And I said, I speak to these dry bones. I speak to them. Mm-hmm. What, you know, because my ministry, it, 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 it had just been a transition. And when I stopped praying, my phone rang and I was put into full-time ministry oh, that morning. And so I had no <laughs> idea that was going to be the day. I had, not, I had resigned to the fact that God hated me. That I was just going to die. You know, I'm being silly, but I'm not. You know, you just feel, yeah, yeah. feel abandoned. It's real. It's real. People on here, the reality, really, I'm, I'm they appreciate being, being facetious a little bit. But but the reality was that there was an appointed date, and that was my appointed date. That's and the so reason good. I'm saying that is that people watching this, yeah. you might feel down. You might have been up and down. Have you 
has God forgotten about you? Maybe I'm not, you know, maybe I've just made all this thing up. And the answer is no, you haven't made it all up. But the appointment time and the appointment day is going to come. And just to believe in that and to just even receive that wherever you are and whatever it is that you're doing, even if you're doing on a daily basis, nothing connected to what you feel like you're called to do. Don't worry, because God says if he's if he said it, his word will not return to him for it and he will bring you into the fullness of it. Come on. I love that. I love that so much. Um, whoa. Whoa. Hmm. Yeah, Daryl, just just pray anything about people's scrolls. I just really feel prompted. Yeah, go for it. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you. I thank you right now that there's a... Father, I pray right now for a boldness as you start to speak in this next season. Mm. Father, I thank you for those people that have been wrongly aligned or have been too scared to mm. take on the things that you've actually asked them to do. Father, mm. in the name of Jesus, I thank you, just like in the book of Acts 4, chapter 4, verse 29. It says, would you grant us boldness to preach your word, the word mm. boldness, confidence. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for an impartation of boldness over people that when you speak in this next season, that they would be aligned, that they would be open Come on. to being aligned to the things you're asking them to do in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you, just as, just as April just prayed, that there would be an eradication of fear from the Come body. On. Father, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus that there would be that the fear would lift off and that we would be people would be able to embrace even more of the things that you're calling them to do in this next season. Father, I thank you that there every person that's watching this has an original design. I Come thank on. you, God, that every person watching this has predestined realities for them to walk out, that they were things planned out, just like with Jeremiah chapter one, that before they were in their mother's womb, God, you had set apart things for them to do while they were on the earth. Father, I thank you, God, for the reality of predestined assignments that books that were written about us before we came to earth. It says, it says in the book of Psalms, David speaking, he says that all my days were written about before one of them was yet. And so this is what the Lord is saying, that he's going to open people's books. The books and the scrolls are the same thing, that he's going to open people's scrolls. He's going to open people's books. He's going to connect people to more of the reality of their original design. And when he does that, a lot of the times, a lot of the time things change immediately, that there is a drastic change. Frequencies lift, design flip over. Desires change. I used to get this reputation. I used to prophesy over people all the time. They said, don't go with Daryl. If you hang out with Daryl, you'll quit your job or you'll lose your job. And you know why? Because I just aligned people a lot of the time to their destiny. It wasn't connected to the job yeah. they were in. Yeah, and, so, and, and, and God's big. And I'm not saying you quit your job. Definitely, you know, don't do that. But the reality is that it, in order for a transition to come, when we line up to our scroll, things have to move. I think people come think on. that their scroll sometimes fits where they are. It probably okay. doesn't. And then God goes, okay, you want to scroll? Okay, you've got to move to India. And you're like, wow, well, I've always wanted to go to India. And he goes, well, that's because you're called there. You know, and this, these, and we think it's so drastic, but it's actually just who we are. Come and on. And sometimes, you know, and, and this is the part of the, where I'm praying boldness and courage, because yeah. the thing is, I've lined people up so many times to their calling, and they'll be like, I'll say, I'll line them up to something, and I'll go, actually, you're, you're actually called to do this. And mm. they will flip out. And they'll say, how did you know they'll be doing like they'll be doing i'll give you an example it could be somebody a construction worker i said that's really interesting you're supposed to be an actor, an actor on broadway you know and they will start crying say how oh, do no. you know that this is the biggest desire of my heart well they're a construction worker in australia but they're supposed to go and work in new york in, with broadway does that make sense wow. now, I, I, I actually yeah. ministered to someone a while ago 
and they were so far away from what they were supposed to do. And we lined them up to something. And within a few weeks, their job had gone. They were lined up. They had so much favour in an industry that they weren't supposed to even... They had nothing. They were so disconnected from the industry. Not even... Not even... Not even knew no one. Nothing. Wow. And God opened doors and literally rocketed them right up that mountain, right up that industry. Like, just because they lined up, and that's part of the acceleration that comes as we start to line up. This has all been about the same thing tonight. It's about that about the Shema, that healing of the heart, yeah, yeah about this hearing and obeying, and then God going, okay, what is it that you've always wanted to do? I do this mm-hmm. I do this every week. I do um, sessions every week with people, and we just, we just end up lining them up to stuff, and we do a lot of Field of Dreams as well. And so I just, it's all about lining people up to their original design and their mission and their mandate, and that's just what mm-hmm. it looks like. I love that. Amen. It's It's a big deal. It is a big deal. It's huge. I mean, that's what you're born for. You know, if you don't do it, you feel frustrated, you know, I get so passionate about it. I'm just like, Oh, you know, and, but I then, but it does happen, you know, you know, people, but they have to, people got to take risks. Yeah. Come on. I love that. A risk in God. Yeah. Because you have the word of God. You're stepping out of the boat on the word, not stepping out of the boat to sink. Yeah, come on. I love that. Um, even as you were saying that, I've seen the Lord taking hearts and unlocking layer upon mm-hmm. layer, keys upon mm-hmm. keys. So, Lord, I just mm-hmm. declare you're unlocking hearts right now, desires, mm-hmm. gifts, mm-hmm. talents mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Step into mm-hmm. what the Lord is lining you up to right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Whoa, exactly. In the name come of on. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I, I just felt the spirit of revival so heavy when you were saying that. So, Lord, we just thank you for your spirit of revival to revive the hearts right now. Yeah. We just declare revival over your heart. Right mm. now, the hunger, the passion, the yeah. desires, Lord, I just thank you for that breaker that you're breaking through every barrier and you're reviving hearts right now. Mm. In mm. the name of Jesus, more mm. Holy Spirit. Yeah. More, more. Mm. Revive, revive. I just see the Lord like like when somebody has a, they, they're shocking the heart. I just see the Lord doing a Holy Ghost shock of revival of your heart yes. to help you run in this season and reset you mm. like what Daryl was talking about. Mm. More Thank fire. You. More fire Thank of the you, Holy Lord. Spirit. Revival fire. Whoa. Jesus. Whoa. I actually see the Lord. He's so cool. <laughs> I see him like, you know, that operation game, Daryl. Yeah. I just see the Lord taking little pieces of the heart, just like plucking them out so nice and gentle, like the father does. So if you feel over the next few weeks, like stuff getting plucked out, like the little operation game, God's Mm -hmm, just performing mm -hmm. open heart surgery, like what we activate and what Daryl activated today. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, (laughs) that's good. (laughs) <laughs> that's really good. I really feel like that's what's happening tonight. I really yeah. felt like it was like a divine alignment night. And, and that there was stuff that had to be, you know, we even talked about false responsibility, talked about the rich young ruler, stuff that had occupied people's hearts that wasn't conducive to them walking in the fullness of the destiny scroll that God has always had for them, like at being bold to be able to be obedient when God starts to speak to them. Imagine if actually tonight was really just the unraveling of particular realities that were existing that both uh, that both had to be uh, first of all had to be some things negative things having to be or maybe just things that were out of season having to be eradicated from people's hearts but then in conjunction with that an awakening of being able to see more clearly 
with regards to some of the things that people were called to. And imagine if that was actually this whole session, but there was actually going to be many, many people awakened and aligned even more to the original scroll that, that was that was they were predestined to oh, walk out. Yeah. And imagine if that was like, imagine if 80% of the listeners got that, you know, Come like on. if there was just something, I'm not saying maybe maybe most of them already have it, but just a, but I just really see that. I really feel like that's part yeah, of what yeah. God has been doing. I feel like there's a much bigger picture to tonight. Yeah, yeah. And people are really going to go, actually, you know what, that was something happened to me, something aligned. I feel alive. Something shifted. I got bold. I made that choice. I broke up with that person. I did, you know, whatever it was that was really niggling that that, that this week became the, the, the big week, the week where everything changed, you know. Come on. Come on. I don't I don't know why the Holy Spirit wants me to go here, but I just felt it. Um, and you can touch touch wherever you feel led on this but <laughs> there's a point where you walk with the lord that you drink his cup of suffering and it's not a false religious suffering it's not you know woe is me but uh i feel like you've probably walked through that season too and i feel like there's some people on here that are drinking his cup but it's good mm-hmm. you know it's mm-hmm. that that point where you just like completely die and you let him rise mm-hmm. in you so yeah Mm -hmm. go go anywhere you feel led with that yeah well let's just i mean uh, i mean uh, i i've only prayed it a few times because uh, you know i've said take the cup from me you know and then you you want to say but not my will but your will but the second part's more difficult to pray come on (laughs) come on the reality is that that you know that we've got it we have to go through those processes Mm-hmm. in order for the things that have been gripping us to be eradicated. I want, to share a, I want to share a really quick story. I just remember many years ago, I was in a process of um, being being just being just stretched out and just remolded internally by the Lord and mm-hmm. I just, in preparation for me to walk out the, the call that I have. And I just remember um, going through a season of fasting where uh, I remember waking up and God saying things like, you can only drink this much water today or one bite of a slice of bread and, you know, really crazy stuff. And I just remember towards the end of this time of fasting, and I can't remember how many days it was, but it was ongoing for a long time. And I just remember being in my living room and really starting to get worried that I was going to die. You know, I really started to think, okay, I'm going to die. I'm going to die of some kind of malnutrition or something. And I just remember um, the Lord speaking to me. and And I just remember going into this state and I said to him, God, um, I'm going to, I'm going to die. Like I'm actually going to die. And then he gave me a vision and he said, and I just didn't feel the fast lift off me. I couldn't feel it lift off me. Mm -hmm. And I was so nervous because I felt the pressure of the Mm -hmm. spirit of God. You know, I'm talking about the physical pressure. It's like he rests on on you when you're fasting. And I didn't feel him lift. I didn't feel the release away from the fast. And I was just so, the anxiety was so, and it was literally like, take this cup from me. And I just remember him showing me a vision when I was in this the very heightened place of anxiety and fear. And I just remember going, God, you're you're actually gonna you're actually gonna you're gonna kill me. You're gonna let me die. And he showed me a vision of me going into a hospital bed. Mm. And I was lying on a hospital bed and the nurses in this vision at the moment, at that moment, the nurses in my vision, they were trying to put a drip of food in me. And he said to me, mm. if they tell you to eat something or you will die. And I tell you not to eat anything, which one will you do? Wow. And I just remember being in this vision and I remember breaking and falling on my floor. Come on. And and I just remember at the end of this sobbing, just saying, Lord, I'll choose not to eat. 
And that moment, it lifted off. Right. And he said, you can eat whatever you want. And I said, what have you done? He said, I, he said, you have to trust me with your life. Come on. And that was that's part of it is this thing where you're talking about this cup. Is, but the thing is that we have to die to ourselves. It says that those who lose their life for my sake will find it. Come on. And then there was something for me where I was able to trust the Lord. And I did, I've been in some crazy countries and had some crazy things happen. But oh. in being able to trust the Lord that he won't let you die, that he will. I'm talking about even with your physical life, you know, uh, like being able to trust him at that level. But also I had a very strong spirit, the fear of death. Mm. And that, that spirit, I was delivered at that moment through, the, through that process, through the vision. Oh. It was actually delivered from the spirit of the fear of death at the same time. And oh, I just feel right. like that is that's part of it that God always when he takes you through something like that it's because there's something existing within you that's yeah. not conducive to you walking out the fullness of who he's called you to be and and, you, and we've got to go through that so even when we've got the cup of suffering process you know that we're saying take this cup he's doing something a lot of the time internally that we're not even aware of Come at on. the time but we he actually needs to get to the deepest 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 part to get some of those core things taken away in order those core thorns as it were i just had a vision of thorns right at the bottom of people's hearts that they you know ignoring but they but they don't they don't belong there and he has to pluck those out he actually has to pluck out some of those things that don't belong even those things that have been deep-seated maybe they've been there for years maybe traumas fears that have been there for years 30 40 50 years you know but he's saying no 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 i need that part of your heart too because I need you to be free. And he'll do it, not just so we fulfill our mission. He'll do it because he wants us free. It's part of who he is, you know. He loves us being free. He doesn't want his children in bondage. Yeah, come on. I love that, Um, Daryl. I shared this before publicly, but I feel led to share it now. There was a point, you know, when I was a hungry lion starting out, you know, ready to, to lay my life down for Jesus and go to every nation that he opened the door to. And I was crying out day and night, day and night, Lord, send me to the nation, send me to, I'm declaring decree. This is my inheritance. This is my portion. Oh, just, you know, storming the gates to see where he was going to send me. And God spoke to me audibly, Daryl, and it changed my life. He said, what kind of guy would I be? Woo. Mm, if I healed the nations and didn't heal you. Yeah. Come on. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's it. <laughs> and so that see that from that point on, of course, we all know the inner healing start, the deliverance started, but the cup of suffering is just like he said, it's a purging mm-hmm. move, and it's a realigning to, for you to mm-hmm. see what the Lord really wants you to do and call mm-hmm. and is calling you. I just see the mm-hmm. Lord calling out to the deep places and people right now. Mm-hmm. He's calling you into a new level of intimacy. I hear a clarion call going on in the spirit. Whoa, mm. there's things that are going to birth out as, as you get in a secret place, as you as you do kind of what Daryl's been sharing tonight. You get that Shamar heart. I just see the Lord speaking to people about new assignments that they and it's going to stretch you guys. You know, it's going to stretch. It's going to be a risk. It's a realigning of your scroll. And you're actually going to be able to pick up your mandates that you're going to get in the secret place as you walk it out. Mm. Whoa. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Whoa. Mm. Mm. Wow, 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 wow. And I feel like the Lord is saying, keep the past in the past. Come on. You know, there is that. And I know that we profit, like, it's so, sounds so generic, but it does say, you know, forget the former things. Yeah. It does say, do not dwell on the things of old. And I feel like the Lord's saying, even in this time of, 
you know, even in this time of quote-unquote quarantine or lockdown, that this is an opportunity for people to go so deep with, with, with him and actually put some of those things to rest that need to be put to rest. Come on. You know, to, to actually come out of this process, as it were, like 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 going like coming out of that cocoon in a place of in a place of new a newfound freedom a newfound newfound vision and I really believe that that's one of the things that God wants to do in this time I really believe that more yeah. than I just I really feel like He's saying that we're going to come out not the same way that we went in it's you know it's just going to be it, this is what it's going to look like I just had a a caterpillar outside my front door and my two kids. Watched my, watched the caterpillars and one about butterfly caterpillar, but they watched the caterpillar go into the chrysalis every day. And we went outside mm-hmm. and we watched and we watched. It was only last week or the week before we went out and we watched it. Then the butterfly break open out of this right. chrysalis for a few days, and then mm-hmm. we just watched it stretch its wings. And I felt the Lord say, "This represents this time of even quarantine for people." I'm not saying they go in as a caterpillar, but I do believe that there is something that God wants to say that people are going to be metamorphosed, that they're going to be they're going to be transformed in this time, and they're going to come out so free and with so much more. They're going to feel like they've been able to stretch their wings for the first time. I really believe that, and I believe that it's going to become out of the place of intimacy with the Lord. I believe that this intimacy is actually going to activate for people and in people this ability to fly the way they're designed to fly and I, i'm not just saying that like yeah. as a prophetic generic you know yeah yeah i really on. i really believe that and i feel like that's what he's saying but i believe that sometimes we're going to have to the, the things that kept us bound even the things that you know need to need to be forgotten in order that we can move forward there this is the time to do that this is the time to say actually god and you can't do it by yourself. You can't do it by getting a piece of paper and writing the stuff down. You've got to do it with the Holy Spirit. You've got Come to on, do man. it with the Lord. He has to take you through the process in your heart. You have to let him do it. And then when you let him do it, he'll teach you to teach. He teaches all of us to let go of those things in order that we can embrace the new things that he's got. And then we get the fresh, we, we do get fresh vision and we're able to run with that. So, so it's exciting. I feel like that's what's starting to happen. I really feel like that. A lot of people are going to resonate with that, even just not watching this right now. You can be like, wow, that's exactly what I feel. And I really feel like yeah. that's that's totally where we are and that's what he's inviting us into right now. Yeah, come on. It's it's my favorite thing, um, transformation in the glory. You know, it's easy to mm-hmm. kick the demon out. I mean, take mm-hmm. a few seconds with the authority because of Jesus Christ because yeah. he is the deliverer. But mm-hmm. um, it's that transformation, like you, that metamorphosis as you mm-hmm. get and you have encounters with the Lord and that encounter burns things out of you. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. so it, it's the, you know, it's that intimacy, that restful place that the Lord is inviting many people into in this mm-hmm. time, in this season and, and on this broadcast. Um mm-hmm. I actually just see the Lord unlocking minds like strongholds just coming yeah. off of people's minds, lids they even placed on themselves, word curses mm-hmm. being cut off. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. word curses, even curses, inter- even inner vows that you spoke over yourself just come out of mm-hmm. agreement with limitations. Just ask the Holy Spirit wow, to take a few seconds. Really Whoa. Take a few wow. seconds and just ask the Lord, is there anywhere I mm-hmm. took an inner vow? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's coming against my own calling where mm-hmm. I've limited myself or I've mm-hmm. let other people define me. Lord, I just thank you um, for sonship and daughtership being released right now. Mm-hmm. The orphan mm-hmm. mindset being delivered. Mm-hmm. Whoa, the orphan mm-hmm. mindset being delivered right now. That spirit of adoption just growing in people mm-hmm. under the sound of our voice. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Mm-hmm. 
it's much funner mm. to, to, to walk out a mandate as a child with a father. <laughs> I'm such a child at heart, Daryl. It's just, you know, it's, it's so the way he designed us, you know, in the kingdom. Mm. Mm. Oh. Yeah, that's really good. I felt like with that in a vow thing, I really felt like the Lord was going to show people how the particular doors that have been opened in their world. Come on. And that their doors have been opened. I think. I think one of the things that we've got to be very aware of is is the different trade agreements that we come into. There's a lot of trading that happens, and and I feel like the Lord has been saying. Um, mm. What the Lord is saying is that there's actually He wants us to be more aware of how mm. how things are traded in the realm of the spirit, and mm. how much when we invest our heart into something, how we can then become immediate recipient recipients of something negative. A lot. Of, I'm talking about negative first of all. But but and how to then close those doors that we don't understand that when we engage in something that's not from him, when we engage in we there is a trade. And yeah. so when we give our heart of something, when I we give our heart into something, we then reap, but we don't just reap once, we reap continually. And I really believe that one right. of the things that God wants to do is he wants to teach us. We used to do I used to do a lot of work with um guys mm-hmm. over the years. So I used to be uh, like a lot of work. And 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 I'm not saying that women don't struggle in this too, but you yeah. know, with guys, there have been, you know, there's a tendency to for men to, you know, sometimes struggle with with looking at stuff online and stuff like that. Come and, on. And, and I great. would be in a place, I'd be in a place sometimes where I would be ministering to them. Mm. And I would, and I'd get so strongly, I could just feel that spirit of lust on them. And I'd be like, uh-huh. wow. And then I'd say, hey, you know what? You, I really feel like we need to, you know, there needs to be something to do with this. When, when was the last time you kind of looked at something online? And they'd look at me and go, hey, what do you mean? I um, I haven't looked at anything for, you know, two years. But I'll be like, yeah, but the, but you haven't closed the door. Yeah, come on. So, so, so you might be, you might have stopped doing something, but your heart has still remained engaged. And just mm-hmm. having to take them through very simple processes of making commitments that they won't just not look at, but they'll never do it again, coming into full repentance and then getting that door closed and then it coming off them completely. Come and on. that's what we don't understand is that there are, we have to understand that process of, of that, that process of closing doors effectively in our world Come on. In, order that we, in order that we can then move forward and, and that we wouldn't be, because when one door's open, it opens doors that I really feel like this is for people tonight. When yeah. one door's open, let me give you an example. If someone has a, a struggles with, with, with gluttony, they overeat. Come on. You know, they invest. That door that isn't just a door that opens just to, you know, just for that one thing. That opens the door for other addictions. It also opens the door for depression. And those spirits all partner together. Come they on. actually have free access through those different things. So if we don't know what we're opening when we're doing things like that, yeah, yeah, come then on. we actually are whole. And, and some people go, well, now I've got insomnia or I get nightmares. And all of them can come through particular doors that we might not think are necessarily even connected to the things that, that they're connected to. And I really felt the Lord say tonight just that people need to be be more, more aware. It says we're not unaware of the enemy's schema, you know, his mind. But, but we need to be more aware of the way that the enemy operates and how, how systematically, how systematic and how, um, how intent he is in trying to make us continually open doors. Come on. Because when you open a door, that's his inroad to your world. And he, he says that he comes to steal, kill and destroy, but you won't stop. So yeah, what he's trying on. to do is just not Mentally. just keep the door open, but he's yeah. trying to open more. And so come he's on. trying to continually. There's no mercy in the devil. Like he's come on, merciless. 
I think sometimes people think, oh, well, he attacked me last night, so he wouldn't do it again. He'd give me... God, the enemy's not like that. Come He'd on. kick him when he's down and keep kicking him until he's Seek dead. Seeking whom so he may devour, right? He is, he is wicked. And yes. so this is the thing, and I feel like we've got to we've got to be stronger and more aware. We need a spirit of discernment. One Corinthians twelve verse ten, distinguishing between spirits. We need to understand how the enemy operates, and then we need to resist him effectively. And part of our resisting him, is to God resist the devil. And people go, well, I'm just resisting him. No, no, no. Part of his resist resisting him is knowing how he operates and then closing his access points. Come on. That's and part good. of it is, and part of the reason we don't come into the fullness of our calling, like April, bless, like honestly, like I'm passionate, you know. Part of it is that we pray. I've I've been praying for people, prophetic people, all over the world for years. Mm. And part of what we, a part of what we want is we want it to just come. But the reality is that we live in uh, many people, and I'm, you, including me in this. You know, we live in a place of uh, spiritual ignorance sometimes. Come on! Yeah, and, and the reality is that God will not give us the next promise while that door is still open. He just Come will on. not do it. Yeah. So, 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 so we have to journey, see the things that have been because we have because we're in control of our own world. Come on! Because, no, 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 I've given everything to God. No, but you're still in control. Like it's Come on. Like, you know, God is not telling you to eat 12 hamburgers today. Come on, preach it. You know, so that's part of it. And I just feel like as we're aware, and then we go, okay, and now people are freaking out. Well, how do I close the door? That, and then you partner with God. And you, you go, okay, God, what are the things that are, are still open and how do I get those things closed? Yeah, I got you know, why people do, actually why repenting um, right now. Even people are repenting. So mm -hmm. if you want to lead a prayer, yeah, they're. I, I guess this is going to be a deliverance scope, but hey, come on, Jesus! <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I, I feel I feel like eating is a massive deal for people on here right now. I feel like the, there's and and I like my food, so I'm not going to be. I like eating. Come I on. really feel very strongly about eating disorders. Yeah, yeah, like, go for it. Very strong. Well, and so there is something right now. Now, now, a lot of the time, the eating disorders are developed because because of inner st stuff that's happened. Traumas that happened it could be abuse, could be whatever. And I'm, uh, but I do really believe that we can close doors. I don't believe Come that on. we need to always get the root healed to close the door. Come on! But I believe that we can get a door closed by repenting, and then God will still journey with us and in, 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 into into a place of healing our inner world in conjunction with that. But what we've got to do is make a stand and actually make a choice. Mm. And so let's make a stand and make a choice quickly. Father, in the name of Jesus, yeah, we thank on. you. Thank you, Lord. For every person that's watching this and anyone that's struggling with any uh, kind of addiction or disorder, especially eating disorders, God. Father, in the name of Jesus. Addiction I, on here, just so you know. Yeah. I'm feeling it. Yeah, I'm not looking uh, looking at yeah. that, but I really felt really strongly that uh, eating disorders, but addiction, addictive, addictive cycles as well. And I felt mm -hmm. like it was to do with addictive. I felt like it was to do with uh, cyclical things that people were doing. And 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 I really felt the Lord say that there was going to be a breaking of that. So let me just pray, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for every person watching uh, watching this right now, and any person that is resonating with what we're saying. And so, Father, I thank you because I can't repent for you. Yeah, you know, we, we know Brooke can't do it. You've got to do it. But Father, would you give people the ability to even make a choice right now? And I just, I can lead a prayer of repentance, no problem. But there needs to be, needs to be from you. And you might not even, yeah. you can pray it, but but you might even pray it later on by yourself as well. And so let's just pray together. Just say, Father, in the name of Jesus, today I repent mm. for any time that I have yielded mm -hmm. any part of my being whether it's spirit, 
Come on. Uh, emotional, to connect it to my soul or physically, any time that I've yielded to partnering with a spirit of addiction or anything that has afflicted me in any of those areas. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask today that you would sever that tie, sever that agreement as I repent. And I thank you, God, that you would close the door today permanently in the name of Jesus to this particular thing that I've been struggling with in Jesus' name. Come on. Amen. You know, it's very difficult for me to, it's very difficult to pray that for other people because you can pray it and you can lead someone in it, but really it's actually to do with them spending time by themselves with the Lord and just allowing you to do that. It doesn't take long. Yeah. It's an invitation to just Mm. follow Mm. if you don't know how to get free from that. He just led you to hit the replay. This will be on replay. And I felt a powerful Mm. deliverance in the spirit for many for that. But you can apply that to any area. Because mm-hmm. as God is, is giving you that Shamar heart, he's cleansing out the old gates, the old doors, mm-hmm. um, the unholy gates, the unholy doors, the unholy mm-hmm. windows, and just releasing the holy gates, the holy windows, and the holy doors. Thank you, Lord. I just felt like someone just made a massive decision. Yeah, me too. I, and I'm not just saying that. I really felt yeah, that shit. Me too. Come on. I don't know. I felt like there was a woman. I don't, I don't even know. Like, I don't. But there's a woman, you just made a decision. And that sounds so generic, but there's a woman, you just made a decision. I felt your heart change. Come on. I felt your heart shift. It might have been the eating eating disorder thing, but there was something that just changed. And I even felt like there was something about exercise and you're even starting to starting to just, just believe again that you can actually bring your life back into some kind of healthy order, body, soul, spirit, you know. Come and on. God really, really loves that. But in conjunction with that, he'll really, I really believe he's going to awaken part of your scroll as a result of you you moving into that right now. And I just feel like it's been to do with relational, actually I believe it's to do with family members. Actually it was a family member mm. that actually I feel like there was some kind of trauma connected to a family member. I feel like, I don't feel like it was necessarily physical abuse, but I do believe that it was definitely to do with some kind of, um, some kind of uh, emotional abuse that happened oh, over man. the years. And I really felt like there was words spoken and those words were so damaging that they cut. And I believe that that's the time that the eating started. And it was actually eating, it was an escape, pa- an escape um, oh, mechanism. And I believe that that it became an addiction, and then and then and it's and God wants to really speak into. He wants to speak oh. into your identity tonight. He really oh, wants man. to speak into your inner world. He wants to speak into uh, mm-hmm. who you are as His daughter. I really felt I was just. I feel like it's just one. Uh, I mean, it's probably for many, but I really felt that very strongly. Just wants to tell you how much you are loved by Him, and uh-huh. that tonight there's a night. It's a night of transformation for you. I really believe that. Yeah. You can just. You can either. I just believe it's someone on here right now. So. So you can give us feedback another day is cool. Yeah, yeah. Come on. It's so good, Daryl. I just feel it. Like you said, that's kind of where we've been going since the beginning. The original design, the scroll, the Shamar heart. I know um, one of the things I know um, the Lord, I just felt in the spirit around Daryl, is generational gates. If you want to pray mm-hmm. to unlock the seers, um, I just felt like some people's seer gift has been stuck. Um, some generational stuff had has hindered it. So whatever you feel prophetically to release over the seers, I feel like there's many seers on here um, that, that, like you said, they're trying to see. They're not, you know, they're they're cultivating the time and they're wondering what's going on. But there's actually mm-hmm. generational stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that there's a lot. So so let me. I just I'll, I'll do this. I'll do this first of all. Mm. Um. 
uh, okay, so I can do, I'll do, I'll do this prayer. I, I, um, I hope I get the, okay, let me just pray this now. Just repeat after me if this applies to you, and this is to do with closing the generational gates, or oh. let's just say this, closing any gates that have been opened specifically by any generation that has rendered an inability to be able to see or hear clearly oh. in, the, in, in the realm of the spirit, or do it in the realm of the spirit is a better way of doing it. Yeah, okay, on. and so let's just so let's just let's just let's just just repeat after me. Just say, Father, in the name of Jesus, tonight I repent mm. on behalf of any of my family oh. or in any generation Come that on. systematically did anything to see gates closed. In uh, oh, oh wow wow I'm really seeing oh. really, oh, wow, 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 wow. I'm really seeing wow 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 you know what it is Father I just pray this so Father in the name of Jesus I repent on behalf of anyone in my family line that partnered with a Freemasonry spirit come on come on in the name of Jesus Father I thank you that today the door would be closed that come was on. opened by the spirit of Freemasonry down my family line in order that none of the family would be able to hear or see clearly in the realm of the spirit. Come Today on. we render yeah. that opening, we render that trade agreement yeah, come on. void today in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, that you would close right now any door that was opened and we thank you, God, for the free flow right now. And we thank you, God, that there would be an ease of flow and an ease yeah. of entering into being able to both see and hear in the realm of the Spirit from this day forward in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And so, Father, we also pray right now. I'll just, I'll just do this. We'll just do one more. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, mm. I also repent on behalf of any family member that dabbled in any occult activity or witchcraft over the years. Father, in the name of Jesus, I repent on their behalf and I ask you, God, to close any doors, sever any ties and render void any trade agreements that were established through these actions down my family line. Mm -hmm. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that these will be closed now in Jesus' name. And Father, I thank you that I become a recipient of the mantle, the see the authentic see a mantle that was prophesied and predestined mm. for my family line to walk in. Father, I thank you that today I receive that mantle and I thank you again that there would be an ease of my engaging, both being able to hear and see in mm. the realm of the spirit from this day forward in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. I felt, I felt such a breaker on that. And as you were saying that, I just see the Lord burning up like null and voiding, like Freemason contracts on the eyes. Yes. yes. Come on. Come on. We just declare that right now that all the contracts are null and void. Thank you, Lord. You're just removing all the consequences off the eye gates. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. More Holy Spirit. More. Mm -hmm. More. Thank you, Jesus. Just receive that. Just receive that as the Lord is activating. Don't be surprised. Um, I know I want to honor your time, but I figured since we're going to the seer realm and you're such a strong seer, um, <laughs> what would you say to the newbies 
um, have a lot of newbies. But um, before I do that, I don't want to forget, if you don't know Jesus Christ is your personal Savior and you're logging onto this broadcast and you're like, what are they talking about? The glory and the seer, it's just the presence of God. But the first invitation is to accept Jesus in your heart because he loves you. And I just see people right now that um, actually see somebody that's just crying and you feel deeply abandoned. But Jesus mm. is saying, I'm here. I'm here for you. He's knocking on the door of your heart. So just, just do a repeat after me. Just say, Jesus. Uh, I don't know everything they're talking about, but just be real before him and just say, I accept you. Please come into my heart. I want to know you. You died on that cross. You were resurrected for me. I believe it. I receive it. I want to receive this glory. I want to be set free. Just give him an open invitation to come into your heart and allow him to cultivate the presence in you. Whoa. Whoa. Right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm. There it is. Just let him minister to you for just accept just a second. Whoa. Thank you, Lord. You're breaking off the shackles. You're breaking off the chains. Whoa. I just see the angels celebrating your decision. Whoa. Whoa, such a holy moment right now. So I'm just honoring Holy Spirit. Mm. I see the prodigal sons coming in right now. Whether you're listening to the YouTube or you're listening to the podcasts of this later, just receive Jesus. Just allow him to minister in your heart. Just say, I, I accept you. I believe you died on the cross, that you're resurrected. I want to know I want to be activated and all the stuff that they're talking about that I don't understand. Just take that first invitation. Whoa. Hmm. I just see the Lord washing you, washing you with the robe of righteousness, removing shame. Whoa. He's removing shame from you right now. And his presence is just surrounding you right now. He's establishing your steps. Hmm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just seen the death clothes come off of you. <laughs> and the robe of righteousness in the presence of the Father. And um, I, I, the Lord's making me go here, so I'm just obedient. Lord, I just remove that Masonic crown under the people, under the sound of our voice. And I just declare that the glory, the crown of your glory is going over them right now. Whoa. The crown of your glory is being traded. Whoa. Just to know him. Just to know him. Whoa. Daryl, I can't even remember where I was going. The glory's so heavy. So <laughs> what's the question I just asked you? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, the, ba the babies. The babies. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Right? Pray for the baby. Yeah, that's right. Because there's so many people that the seer gift is new to them and they're trying to look yeah. with their natural eyes. Yeah. And I know yeah, I want to honor yeah. your time. I won't keep you on here too much longer, That's but easy. I just, um, I just know the babies need love in the spirit realm. They're trying to see, they're trying to see with their eyes. They want it. They're hungry. They're trying to cultivate and they're still trying to understand that you see with the eyes of your heart. And uh, so anywhere you want to go with that. And then I'll, I'll let you. I think that, I think that for those people that are really waiting to be able to see clearly, I think just being able to again just posture yourself in a place where you where you first of all you just I mean this is really basic, but just 
Come on. De really de-junking your eye gate is really important. That was a Come major on. thing for probably two and a half years for me, of de-junking my eye gate. Very, mm -hmm. very careful. Uh, what I watched while I was cultivating that, I was very careful. I didn't like really no television, uh, certainly no, you know, certainly no uh, movies that were over like, I don't know what you guys have there, but definitely nothing like rated R or anything like that. All, all really clean things. And just so that was the beginning. And then in conjunction with that, I think fasting. And I, look, I, I believe you've got to be spirit led to fast, but I really believe that it really does something in the area of activating your ability to be able to see. I really believe, because I believe that when you fast, you get stronger in the spirit and then you can actually, and then your spirit comes up. Your And it's a, I believe that it's a, it's a fast tracking, it's an acceleration for, for growing in the spirit. And so, so I believe that those are, those two components are very paramount. And then also, um, uh, uh, speaking in tongues and uh, you just, I just can't, these things are all, they're all things that are so conducive to building yourself up in the realm of the spirit. And then, mm. and then as you, as you're in that place, then just asking the Lord, just waiting on the Lord. You know, I did, it took me a long time to see, but uh, first of all, I just see in visions. And so I'd close my eyes and I just see, even just when we were praying now, I just said, I'll just get a vision with my eyes closed and I'll just allow that to come and I'll kind of test it. Even when I see it, just test it in my heart and just know that it's from the Lord. Uh, and so that's the first way. But then what would happen is that I started to recognize that I could see the eyes of my heart. I could actually see through my natural eyes. But then the way that I would do it is I wouldn't dismiss things that would flicker in my in my peripheral vision. And that was a big deal for me. Because yeah. normally what you dismiss as being nothing, you mm. see a light and you think, oh, maybe I've just got so, you know something floating in my eye. Maybe I looked at the sun or something. But I started to, one of the ways that I did it, this is for the real new seers, I stopped dismissing everything that was in my eyes. Mm. And then when I did that, I actually felt like I was starting to, I was being tuned into actually a realm that was existing uh, around me. And I started to be able to see more clearly. And then I would start to see with my natural eyes, like things like flickering of water, like mirrors. And that that's how the angels look with you. A lot of the time with your natural eye, they look like floating water. And so I would see streams of water walking around and, I was like, oh wow! I get to, I'm actually seeing an angel now, you know. And so, and so, I, I, I think those things. I think being in a place where you're open and sensitive to that, and just asking the Lord to sensitize your ability to be able to see. But seeing is not. You see with. You have eyes everywhere. You have eyes mm -hmm. in your ears and your, in your hands. You have eyes everywhere. You know. So, I think we just we we sometimes get caught up. So, for the babes, this was your question, but for the people that are just brand new and seeing. Don't dismiss things, but I rather when I first started out, I I had I um basically lent into more of the thing that every I felt like it would be better for me to just think that everything is God, and then I can just chuck out the stuff that isn't. It was much easier, it's much better Come because on. if you <laughs> on the side that you're not seeing at all, it's much more difficult to get activated. Whereas if you presume that everything's the Lord or most things are God, then God will be able to systematically shut down and and you and people around you too hey i really feel an angel there no that's the air conditioner you know it's like <laughs> you, you're better but you're better to do, you're better to have a a child likeness about it an expectation oh, and awesome. that posture is much better for you starting to be sensitized and being able to see better it's much better rather than just dismissing everything all the time and i think that's really good advice like that i really feel like that that will quicken things and god is so good at shutting things down that aren't him 
Like, and oh, you're not, people think they're going to get deceived all the time. You're yeah. not going to get, if you are worried about getting deceived, you're not going to get deceived. People that are deceived don't know that they're deceived. That's why they're deceived. Come on. <laughs> so, so if you're worried about it, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. And, I, ask, I, people, and ask people. Yeah. I just love that because uh, <laughs> people, I know you probably hear this all the time, Daryl. They're like, I'm trying to hear God. I'm trying to go hear God. And they're, they're listening audibly, but are they, you're hearing from God through your dreams. Are you, I mean, ha, you, you probably see this, Daryl. Well, people are hearing in all different sensory realms. You have spiritual senses. So mm -hmm. they're, they're actually hearing with their eye gates. You're actually seeing is hearing from the Lord. So you're actually hearing from the Lord a lot more often than how many times you get asked that, Daryl, you think? All the time, like all the time. <laughs> I, I would say all the, God spoke to me one time and he said, and this is really good. When I, I couldn't, because he'll always teach you new ways to hear it. Come He's on. not limited. And Come he doesn't on. want us to limit him. And one time I didn't hear him. And normally I hear him like every day. You know. And one time I didn't hear him for about seven days. And I just remember going, God, okay, am I in this season of silence from you? And I don't care. Like, I know God's good. I'm not worried. I don't think he's suddenly not going to talk to me. But he said, I want, I want, and then he said to me, actually, I felt him speak into my spirit. When I say audibly, it's like I can feel his voice in my, in my chest. That's what it feels like. And he said, he said, I want you to look for my voice in your circumstances. Mm. And then I was looking at all my circumstances, the people around me, and, everything, and I actually was able to find his voice in there. And he wants us to explore and find his voice in so many different ways. In, in, in so many different things you know i can hear i can feel him in i can you know I, you, he might just you might suddenly start feeling a burning sensation in your heart come on and god goes actually this is my heart burning i'm giving you a taste of it like you just don't know how he's going to speak and i just feel like one of the things that god wants to, us all to do is just to be open and not to limit him and not to box him because he's so much bigger like he's like he's come so on. much bigger you know, and I just think we, yeah, so that, I feel like that's so, so important. And that, uh, yeah, I love that. So that's my journey. I'm always asking him to speak. To, I mean, William Branham had him speak on dots, on. dots on his hand. Come you on. Know, I, I used to have him get my tongue. When I first started going out and doing ways of knowledge, and uh, when he prompted me, I used to have my tongue go at the back of my teeth. And if my tongue could reach the end of my tooth, if the Holy Spirit would move my tongue to the end of my tooth, that it was, I was supposed to move on it now. If it wouldn't go to the end, to the very end of my tooth, I was to wait until he moved my tongue to the end of my tooth before I moved on a word of knowledge. Crazy. Like, how do you explain that to someone? Discerning of spirits. Yeah. Discerning oh, words of knowledge. It's yeah. Come on. Insane. You know, but it is what it is, you know, so. Yeah, I love that. Um, I, I meet people that are beginning and discerning of spirits. I just left paul cox uh, did some training for advanced discerning of spirits so i love that god was yeah. speaking to you through discerning and you learned mm -hmm. your own language for discerning yes, your own spirit, <laughs> your own language exactly so uh, like you daryl the lord every time i got comfortable hearing god one way he he purposely switched it so that mm -hmm. i would be stretched into a um <laughs> a different way of hearing him so i love the realness of you sharing that it's uh it's so powerful when um, it's a different intimate place with the Lord. Even as you were saying that, I felt the Lord activating people in the feeler gift. Whoa. Whoa. So, you, so you may feel words of knowledge. You may feel pain in your hips. So, Lord, I know I want to honor Daryl's time and we're going to wrap up soon. But I just declare 
Um, you have spiritual senses, sight, mm. taste, touch, smell. And you may just feel like Daryl was said, people's pain. You may feel like um, chest pain. Got just conversation. It's an invitation of a conversation with the Holy Spirit to say, is that an assignment of death? I need to break on somebody. Everything you feel and sense for, for people, for yourself. Um, I know a lot of times, uh, Daryl, I'm a huge filler with angels. I feel them in my right arm. That's just the discerning mm -hmm. gift that, that God has given me. I sense and see them as well, but he switches it. You have to learn, like you said, with your tongue and your teeth, you have to learn your discerning language on your body. Like what, what does he have in you respond in words of knowledge? And I know mm -hmm. I'm opening up a whole nother topic because we're getting off of here, but it's just something to whet the people's appetite to go and, yeah. and get with the Lord and ask him to, to start giving you words of knowledge like with what Daryl mm. said. Whoa. Mm. Yeah, mm. I, just, mm. I just see him activating words mm. of knowledge on people. So if you fear mm. ill earache, you may need to just go pray for somebody or or it could mm. be the Lord is having you um just pray for people to hear the Lord. Just really it's an invitation, isn't it, Daryl? hundred mm. percent. Mm. It's an every invitation. Time. Yeah, every time. And um, every time. come on. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I know uh, the Lord is, is, uh, mm. I just see him activating gifts of healing right now. Right mm -hmm. now. I just see him realigning hips right now. Whoa. Bringing creative order to hips. Um, right now. I just, I just really sense the, uh, <laughs> the awakening of spiritual senses too. I just really, from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, the activation of spiritual senses. You may taste something. You may smell something that's heavenly. Um, he's just activating gates. <laughs> he's just activating mm. gates right now. So mm. just receive that. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Whoa. Purifying the gates. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Whoa. Whoa. It's just really heavy right now. So I'm just honoring the glory. I was trying to wrap it up and honor Daryl's time and the Holy Spirit's just cleansing one gate after the next, after the next. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. yeah. So is there anything else, Daryl? I do. I just really do want to honor your time. I know it's late there that you feel led to say before. Um, if people want to follow you and they, and they want to sow a seed, um, where can they do that at? They can just go onto my website and I have, um, it's Daryl Crawford Ministries. Okay. Um, com. They can just go on it if they, if they feel to do that. I, I did feel prompted to. Uh, this is to do with connecting. We just started a course at Field of Dreams uh, called EWW. It's called Eyes, Wings, Wheels. Come and on. we were talking about trading earlier. And mm -hmm. um, Rachel Weatherly just did an amazing uh, teaching on trading as part of the course. It's a 17 week course. Uh, wow. It's just, it's a, it really is amazing. I, I, it mm -hmm. really is. But also there's a, there's a lot about scrolls and books of destiny as part of the introduction. Come so on. some of the weeds just covering that. And I just want to encourage listeners, if they really want to get more very, very, very thorough teaching on that, then they can just go on the Field of Dreams website and then, and then, and, and um, yeah, and just, and just log in and, and, and pay the small fee and, and be part of that course. It's really, really, it's really, really outstanding. If I do say so myself, it's just, it's just amazing. Like it really is. So I just, I do, yeah, so if people want to do that, and they can obviously you can follow me on my own website, and I do consultation stuff on a Friday as well. So okay. if I've got any spaces, you can book in for that. But 
but yeah, it's been really, really good. And I just, I've really felt like just last of all, I really felt like there was something, um, <clears throat> I felt like we spoke a tiny bit um, earlier just on being deceived. And I really felt that we should pray before I finish yeah, yeah. on, excuse me, hold on. <clears throat> it's okay, I'm fine. And um, really felt that we should pray for the um, fear of being deceived. Come I really on, feel like with seers, yeah. um, I've been teaching on the angelic realm. I've been teaching on angels for years. Come on. I got known as the angel guy. That was for years because I worked with angels of demonstration and you know, and then they go, I'd go to a place and go, oh, you're going to work with the eight, like every time, you know. And one of the things that God spoke to me about, he said that you'll swing the pendulum in the body of Christ really hard into the supernatural. Come on. And so I spoke on angels and I taught and I, I worked with, I, I worked with a number of angels and I learned about how they operated in deliverance and healing and all those things. And I don't know you have too. But what the, and the biggest thing for me was this, when I used to go into churches and or conferences and I used to teach on partnering with the angelic, one of the biggest things that the Lord would ask me to do was to release people or to say this, to pray for people to be released from a fear of the, being deceived. Come on. Because, because people, people used to say it's wisdom, and then, but it's not because it was based in the spirit of fear. Fear, yeah. And so what happens is, so I just want to pray for that. If that's all right, that's the last thing yeah, I thought yeah, to pray. Yeah, but, but so for any person here right now in the name of Jesus that wants to go deeper, um, so, Father, right now, I'm going to pray for two things. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray for any person here that is moving more uh, uh, strongly or has a desire to move more strongly into the things of the Spirit and into the things of being able to see and engage with both the angelic but with, with all things connected to the Spirit realm. So, Father, first of all, we thank you that you would eradicate mm. a fear of being deceived from any person that desires to go deeper into this. So right now in the name of Jesus, I speak out over every one of you that mm. you will not fear being deceived, but instead you will be grounded in the word of God and that you will be sensitized by the Holy Spirit with the gift of distinguishing or discerning between spirits that he gives in the name of Jesus. And secondly, I pray for every person that wants to move into the things of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And I pray that they would, they, no, this is more, str- more strong, this is a more, um, this is a stronger one. But Father, in the name of Jesus, yeah. I pray that no person listening to this podcast, listening to this podcast or watching this video would be, uh, would be um, taken by the spirit of the fear of insanity. That mm-hmm. not one of them would fear that they are going mad. Not one of them would fear that they're going insane. And right now, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke the spirit of the fear of insanity. And I, right now, we render every one of your devices, every one of your schemes, every one of your attempts to pull people under your wicked spell, your wicked thoughts, that they're going to go insane. And we thank you, God, that every one of the people listening to this, you say that you have not given them the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So we prophesy over every person watching uh, watching this right now that you have been given the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. We prophesy right now that you will not go crazy, but instead, the deeper you go, the more level-headed you will feel in the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, 
Thank you, Daryl. So I felt such a deliverance on that. But this is so much fun. We might have to do another one on the seer. <laughs> very cool. I enjoyed it very much. It was very fun today. Yeah, it was, it was just a blast. So uh, you have his, his website that you can follow now. Just, just uh, whoa, sign up for some of the courses if you feel led and you felt like this, this realigning of your heart and you want to do some more teaching. Uh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The glory, the glory is just so heavy. I just want to bless you guys. I just want to honor Daryl. I just thank you so much for coming on tonight, and we'll oh, see, goodness. we'll see what the Lord does in the future. Um, wow. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for having me tonight. It was really right. fun. You're welcome. So you guys be blessed. Go get in the glory. Go apply some of the things that uh, whoa, we released and. Uh, just see your new assignments, your new mandates that the Lord is, is mm -hmm. unlocked through this broadcast. So, mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Bless you guys. Thank you, Lord. Bless you guys. And everybody, that is another glory story for you. So I would just like to challenge you on the different things that you heard my guests talk about on the glory today to just get alone with God and asked him to help you cultivate his presence in your everyday life and see what kind of glory story that God wants you to be a part of.